Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Bikes and Big Ideas on the Blister Podcast Network. I'm Jonathan Ellsworth, the founder of Blister, and you can check out everything we're doing and reviewing over at blisterreview.com. And as always, we are broadcasting this episode of Bikes and Big Ideas from the Gunnison Valley of Colorado. And after we get past our current world of travel restrictions and sheltering in place, you should definitely come spend some time on our amazing network of trails here in Gunnison and Crested Butte. Okay, today on the show, we are talking about our new Blister Crash Course video series. Now, if you are a regular listener to our Gear 30 podcast, then you already have a sense of what these Crash Course videos are all about. And now it's time to launch the bike edition of these Crash Course slash listener appreciation videos. So we'll explain more about what these are and how it all works in a minute here. But last night, I talked with several of our bike reviewers to get their best or worst ideas for these Crash Course episodes. And I have to say, these guys were on fire. It was truly inspired stuff that they were coming up with, kind of blew my mind. Now, that said, we would still be very curious to see whether any of you have any better or dumber ideas. And if you do, we'd encourage you to leave those ideas in the show notes to this episode on the Blister website. Okay, that's enough lead in. Let's get to it. Here we go. Well, I am very happy to be here and talking with this such an esteemed group of blister folk. You know, this podcast is called Bikes and Big Ideas. I kind of feel like this episode should probably just be called like Bikes and Dumb Ideas. There's, you know, sometimes a fine line, I think, between big ideas and dumb ideas. And it's just that tonight, I don't think it's going to be sort of a, a fine line. I think we're just solidly in the dumb ideas camp, but I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I'll be surprised. But let's start with a couple introductions. Let's see. We have tonight on this call, David Golay. David, how are you? I'm doing well. Glad to be here. Did you bring your best and worst ideas tonight? I have a very long list of ideas. They're mostly pretty terrible. So I think that's fairly in keeping with the overall theme here. Okay, good. Next up, it is my sincere pleasure to welcome to his first ever Blister podcast, Mr. Eric Friesen. Eric, the moment has arrived. You said it would never happen. It's happening. How are you? I'm good. Here it is. I uh, just got off the river doing some kayaking and ready to, uh, to go to town on dumb bike ideas. Perfect. Um, let's see. We also have uh, Dylan Wood. Dylan, I think this is your second appearance on Bikes and Big Ideas. Is that right? Yes, this is my second time. The last time you were on, we were talking about our Blister bike brand guides, right? That's true. Okay. And you have a whole lot to do with with those. And um, while generally we like it when you write smart things in those bike guides tonight, I hope you brought the stupid. I am not going to be using my brain at all for this podcast, so I think we'll be good. 
You know what? I totally believe you. <laughs> Thanks. We are also joined by Jared Farley. Now, this is also Jared's first time on, I guess, the front end of a podcast. Jared spends a lot of time editing podcasts for us. He is also responsible for most of the blister videos that we roll out. He is going to be shooting most of the bad ideas that we come up with in this episode. And when he's not doing those things, he's usually doing terrifying things either on skis or on a bike. So, uh, Jared, welcome to the front side of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Some, some new territory. We'll see. We'll see how it goes or if we just have to, you know, quickly force you to the, you know, to the edit side again. But, um, you know, I felt like it was fitting to have you in on this. Um, and plus, much like Dylan, I definitely know you have a lot of dumb ideas. So I just felt like it would have been it would have been a missed opportunity to leave you off. <laughs> wow, I'm honored. So this all kind of got started with our Gear 30 podcast. And if any of you have been paying attention to that, we now have to produce a Telemark ski video. And then once we get that done, we have to go make a Snowblade video. And then once that's done, um, I think we're on to a Snowboard video. And then we have to go make a mono ski video. And then the grand finale, or at least for now, I think we have to actually go to Alaska and go heli mono skiing. And the mechanism for getting all of this to happen is, you know, we've got a really nice listenership with each of our podcasts. And we thought, you know, we should kind of make these sort of listener appreciation videos. And so... If those of you listening to this actually like this program, a way we thought that we could incentivize you and you know show our appreciation for leaving us a nice rating in Apple Podcasts was when we get to a certain amount of ratings, we go make some of these videos that will likely be funny, should definitely be interesting, and will probably end up in some amount of injury. So tonight, we're going to kind of just go round table. And, you know, I think the way this works is, let's say when we get to 100 ratings in Bikes and Big Ideas, that would put into effect, like, we got to go make the first video. Let's say when we get to 250 ratings, we go make the next video, and so on and so on. So I think the way this should work is your ideas that we're going to hear tonight should kind of be tailored a little bit. So like by the time we're getting to a thousand ratings or 1500 ratings, that's a pretty big deal. And those videos should be tied to like degree of difficulty or the wilder idea. So I think we're all clear on sort of the ground rules for this. Dylan, you're probably not clear, but everybody else is probably. <laughs> yeah, I think I followed pretty well. With that, let's get to it. And then we will invite those of you listening to this, to send us your ideas in case you come up with something better than what we do here. So let's go. We'll get this started and lay out a course for the next, I don't know, year or two or something. So David Golay, let's start with you. We're looking at the video that we are going to make when we get to 100 ratings 
in Apple Podcasts of bikes and big ideas? What do you got? Since you're starting with telemark skiing there, I was thinking that maybe the most analogous bike thing to telemarking is riding a single speed. They both sort of just seem like ways to make the whole process unnecessarily difficult for no good reason and both kind of have some hippie associations with them. But I don't really think single speeding would make a very compelling video because at least in my case, it would probably mostly just be be walking up a bunch of hills and then otherwise riding a bike pretty normally, which sounds rather boring. So uh, I was thinking about some other just goofy oddball bikes. And I'm thinking that a tandem would be another pretty oddball sort of variant thing that we could give a go. All right. Tandem bike. Do you have a specific arena? I think we're mostly mountain bikers here. So, uh, tandem mountain biking in some fashion, I think would be the way to go. I don't necessarily have like a specific trail or anything in mind, but, um, I don't imagine that riding a road bike tandem is really all that hard or exciting. So I think tandem mountain biking is going to be the move. I guess I was wondering if you had in mind, like, is this a cross country? Like, are we on XC trails? Are we going lift access? And by we, I don't mean me. I mean, you guys, (laughs) uh, is this like, are we talking about DH tandem biking? I mean, we're only talking about the first video right here. I think we don't need to start too crazy. So maybe we're talking cross country tandem mountain bike right now. Oh, if you're going to throw us into uh, DH tandem mountain biking on our first review, we're not going to make it to number two, I don't think. <laughs> um, that might be a fair point. All right. Well, Eric, what were your thoughts for video number one? Well, I think given the uh, the rising trend of these dumb mullet bikes that seem to be all the rage right now, I think for our, our first attempt at this, we should do timed laps to see the speed difference between a traditional mullet bike being a 27.5 rear 29 front and a reverse mullet bike with a 29 rear and 27.5 front. I think that would be a fun experiment and not that hard to pull off. Okay. All right. So mullet versus reverse mullet. Timed. Yep. Okay. Timed. Timed. Race. Yeah. Course. <laughs> Intense. Intense. That might be a pretty good one. Uh, Dylan Wood, what do you got? I'm thinking we all go find a bike that we can get either for free or for like less than 50 bucks. And we go take them up like somewhere super gnarly, like Crested Butte bike resort, or maybe go shuttle to the top of doctors and just see how far (laughs) down we can get with them and just really be out there like crushing it, setting some KOMs. And like, I want to see at least a couple frames, like fully smash down to for sure (laughs) that's actually a pretty good one too i'm i am remembering the day last year dylan when i came and met you in the hospital though uh after you'd wrapped yourself around a tree and like i i kind of don't want to repeat that necessarily but i do like where your head is at you know with this so i don't know maybe we just we just make you wear extra armor or something yeah, you know, I was on a, a modern enduro <laughs> bike. It was like, it was a placebo, you know. I thought I was safe. I thought I could get away uh-huh. with riding fast. I think if I got on just like a 
like a, a bike I might find in a ditch somewhere, I think I might play it a little a little safer. Okay. Okay. This is like the argument for like not wearing a helmet when you bike or ski because that <laughs> encourages you to like take bigger chances. It's kind of what I hear, kind of the gist of this that's argument. Exactly, that's exactly the line of logic I'm, I'm <laughs> drawing from here. All right. Jared, video guy. Um, also, you know, I think we could say purveyor of dumb ideas. Um, which of these do you like so far? Thus far, I'm I'm thinking Dylan's is the is the ticket here. That sounds so entertaining. Although I'm I'm a fan of the the reverse bullet. I haven't even thought about put, putting the 27 in front, 29 in back. I'd like to see how that goes. I think again to Eric's earlier point, we need to not get too wild with these first couple so that we don't all just die and then become unable to produce any more videos. We got to ramp up a little bit here. Okay. You know what I have to say? First of all, I'm super impressed with what you guys have like thrown down for just round one. And I think there's a decent chance that a number of these round one ideas are going to end up sort of having a place somewhere in the, uh, in the catalog of these crash course slash listener appreciation videos. So let's move on for now, but I think we have some incredibly strong contenders for uh, video number one. So, okay, we're at round two. So let's say for this one, this would be if and when we get to 250 ratings of Bikes and Big Ideas in Apple Podcasts. David Golay, what do you got? I think for... The next one up, maybe what we need to try is the ski bikes that you see people riding at resorts every once in a while that are basically a mountain bike without any drivetrain and skis in place of the wheels. Already bringing in the winter element here. Yeah, I mean... Are these the ones where we have snowblades on our feet too? Or are these like the the DH bike frames with pegs? Yeah, I was thinking the DH bikes with pegs. Okay. I haven't seen the ski blades version... That sounds scarier to me. That's that's the CBMR way. Interesting. That's yep. a new one to me. Okay, well let's let's all right, we'll throw that out and then fine tune that. Eric, do you have a different one or do you want to stay on David's idea and make a strong case for which version of the what are those things called? Ski bikes or snow bikes? Or I've heard it as snow bikes, but I know that they won't let you on any of the T-bars at Crested Butte, so we'd be able to keep it pretty tame. Okay. Going to have to do some boot packing. (laughs) So I think for uh, my suggestion for video number two, I tend to gravitate towards competition as making compelling television to watch. Um, So my idea would be for a second video – Everyone is responsible for purchasing a sub $500 bike of their choosing and then racing down Doctor's Park up in CB for another timed lap and see how we do. So very similar idea, except Dylan, the college student, went with the budget of free, whereas you, you know, little, uh, uh, you know, a man of means, you know, bumped it up to 500 yeah, as it turns out, I like brakes, and I think that $500 ceiling would let me get brakes, which I'm a fan of. So, Dylan, do you just you hear that and just think, wuss? See, he said $500 or under. I think 
free is well below this price limit he set for us. And I really like this idea. I think this is a good 250 level idea here. And, you know, no matter what bike I'm coming with, I think I'm going to smoke Eric on a, on a free bike versus his, you know, $499 bike that he comes up with. Oh shit. Shit. The gauntlet has been thrown. I do like Eric's, I do like Eric's like idea of keeping the like competition and the clock going here. So, um, okay. There's some synergy at work here. We just got to kind of figure out the price point, I think. And it sounds like Dr. Park is, is coming up as a, uh, as a potential venue for this. So Dylan, any, any different idea or anything you want to add, you know, in addition to what Eric said? No, I think Doctors is probably the, the best venue we could come up with here. I've ridden it plenty of times on, on the best bike I could get under me. So I think it'd be very interesting to be fully clenched the entire way down Doctors. Okay. Um, what's, you're up. What's your, what's your thought for round two? I'm going to have to agree with Eric here. I like the, the way that he sort of brought my idea and changed it into to this one. I'm, I'm very, very much down. Okay. Jared. Dude, totally. I, I'm, I'm in with, with Eric and Dylan on this one. Love to see Dylan pull, pull a bike out of an irrigation ditch here in Gunnison. There's plenty laying around. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we've settled on round two. Uh, I feel like round two is kind of locked in. Free bikes or cheap bikes down doctors. So um, we we've still we've got some work to do and you know to kind of come to a decision on round one. That's okay, but it sounds like we're ready to move on to round three. So round three, this would require listeners getting us to five hundred ratings in Apple Podcasts, and if we get there, it would then set off. Well, what's the next video? So I do like what we've got going here with a bringing a certain element of competition to it. And I think a good next move would be to have a race where we're all riding the same kid's bike. Do it as a time trial. I'm thinking like 16 or 20 inch wheels maybe. And ideally involve just a little bit of climbing in it too, to really spice it up and have us race that. Oh, it's like an enduro kid's bike enduro. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty strong. Man, you guys are way better than this. I'm sorry. I, I I don't mean to, you know, sound like I was doubting you, but I think I was kind of doubting you. I feel like you're all kind of on fire right now. So, you know, props. David gets off to a strong start with the suggestion of a kid's bike enduro race. Uh, Eric, can you top that? Watch me. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to cheat a little bit by appropriating something that already happens uh, here in the Gunnison Valley. Each year there's a race called the Dirtball Rally that travels from, Gun- or from Crested Butte to Aspen up over Pearl Pass. Participants are able to spend up to $500 on a motorized vehicle of their choosing and you know the race is off and they have to make it to Aspen and whoever gets their first wins. I propose taking that same sub $500 bike that you purchased for your race down doctors and now stretching that out to a CB to Aspen dirtball rally race where we leave Crested Butte in the morning, see who and whose equipment survives to Aspen and then party down in Aspen that evening. Whoa. I feel like you sort of leveled things up a bit. 
Um, and I'm not mad about that. Uh, okay. The third, the third video. This you is, gotta, you yeah, that's right. Up. Get, keep it, keep it moving. Um, man, I so like the idea of the kids bike enduro, but, um, those are two solid contenders. Dylan, can you, can you match those two killer ideas? See, I think Eric's idea is, is his way of sort of trying to get any advantage he can over me in this CB to Aspen excursion. <laughs> he knows that he knows that my my drunk campus bike that I, I found in the in a, in the irrigation ditch probably will not make the the doctor's <laughs> ride. So a CB to Aspen <laughs> is, is truly stretching it. I'm gonna have to agree with David here. I think that kids bike enduro is a is a wonderful idea. Here with the bike team, we do like a kids bike hill climb challenge. Just find like a a hill that's ridiculously hard to climb on a normal bike and get like a 20 inch wheeled bike that you're just bashing your knees against the handlebars the whole time. So I think a, a kids bike sort of enduro would be a, a very great idea. There's there's plenty of good kids bikes around, and you could definitely drop by six points and spend like 15 bucks for your for your enduro racer. So. Oh, I'm in with this one. Wow. Okay. Jared, what are your thoughts? Dude, agreed on the kids' bike enduro. I think that that'd be a sight to see. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, Eric, I'm I'm I have not forgotten about your idea because I think it's a good one, but it sounds like kids bike enduro might might be claiming the the spot for round three. Oh, it gets the votes for sure. Round four. Seven hundred and fifty ratings. For Bikes and Big Ideas in Apple Podcasts, David Golay, what do you got? Well, I think we've raised the bar pretty high already by this point. So the next step up I can think of in terms of craziness is going to be that we have to do some tall bike mountain biking. You know, the ones where you've basically got oh. sort of two bike frames welded on top of each other and you're sitting on top of the high one. <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> um, yep. It. I have seen this done before, so this isn't an entirely unprecedented idea. We're not uh, totally off into the unknown yet, but sounds scary, and I think we just need to keep ratcheting this up. Okay, Eric Friesen, <laughs> what do you think? I'm going to save my best for last, so I'm going to make one up on the spot here. Since David seems intent on breaking all our wrists, because <laughs> yeah. that sounds terrifying. <laughs> I'm going to go with everybody has to do a race run at CBMR on some lift-assisted terrain in flip-flops, and whoever's feet have the least blood on them at the end of the lap wins. That's my – that's number four. Jeez. Wow. All right. Uh, Dylan, thoughts on these first two suggestions for round four? You know, I've always dreamed about like some SPD flip flops, but I've never really had a good excuse to make them. <laughs> just you know, I use these. I'd use these flip flops for these race, obviously, but it'd just be so nice to have a pair of of SPD flops to go clip in, spin to the grocery <laughs> store or something. So I'm down with this idea, but I also like Eric's idea of the CB to Aspen. Yeah, and. I think we could also integrate like a tandem into this. Take a tandem, oh, man. like a mountain tandem or really any tandem you can get your hands on from CB to Aspen. And it'll be like a, a team race, you know, two people versus two people. Whoever gets there first gets their drinks 
for the night paid by the other team or something like that. Wow. Jared, thoughts on what you've heard so far for round four? Oh, man. Uh, this is tough. I feel like the best entertainment is watching people cry from, from pain. It sounds like a lot of pain. So I, I don't know. I don't know where to go on this one. Maybe, maybe I, I think the, the CB to Aspen tandem race would be like pretty, pretty brutal. Like that'd be a, that'd be a good one. Yeah, it does sound pretty good. I will have to say, honestly, this idea of the SPD flip-flop, I just think that's a good idea. Like I want to buy that product so does this not exist already? There are definitely SPD sandals. Okay. But I think they're kind of burlier ones with a heel strap no, and stuff. No, no. That's not which, what that's Yeah, not that's what lame. Mean. I agree. Yeah. I'm with you. That's, that's dumb. I'm not at all convinced that you could clip out as such with an SPD flip-flop. It's more just <laughs> going to be taking your foot out of the flip-flop. Yeah. But I think that's fine. It's a little bit like non-release bindings. Like you can, yeah, yeah, except, yeah, yeah, yeah. except I guess you can bail off the bike and just at that point, you know, be running on pavement or dirt barefoot um, while your flip-flops and bike, you know, are, go off in a different direction. Yeah. I mean, how, how bad do you want it? <laughs> right. This sounds like the equivalent of biking with flats that are cushioned just with your bare feet. I think that's what we're getting at here. Well, on that note, uh, I think it was Nina Hoffman actually ended up finishing a World Cup race run last season, having crashed and somehow blown her foot out of her shoe. And so she had her shoe still clipped into the underside of her pedal and her just socked foot on the other side of the pedal and ended her run like that, which was pretty gnarly. I need to see this video. It must. I do remember watching that. That was. It was good. It was good for sure. Okay, I need to get my hands on that footage. Just to clarify here, Eric, what was your idea? So, tandem race from CB to Aspen is on the table. But what was your version of the Aspen race that you presented? I think it was for round two. So I think it was round three. But I wanted to use those same bikes that we purchased for our doctor's race to then up the difficulty and the elevation profile significantly by needing to ride up and over Pearl Pass and then down into Aspen. So you go from like a 15-minute downhill to hours and hours of baby heads and suffering and smoking breaks. Where where are your thoughts currently on that that idea versus the tandem race to Aspen? Well, I think they both sound excellent. I think the uh, the added horsepower of a tandem and two people powering up Pearl sounds pretty appealing. Hmm. Uh, conversely, on the way down on the other side, I, it's that's oh, it's terrifying to think about how much mass would be traveling down that road. That's that would be intense. I mean, I think that. Plus side, though, is that we at least wouldn't have to be doing it on a shitty tandem, and we could therefore have real brakes. I think it's either shitty bikes or tandems. We don't have to combine the two. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. Jared, I don't think you've weighed in yet, have you, on round four? Oh, man, I, I don't know. Like, the shittier the bike, like, the better the entertainment so I, I don't know if that means that, you know, the tandems have to be shitty. Like, of course, I, it's easy for me to say because I'm not going to be the one on the, on, the, on the bike. So 
I mean, I'm not really up on like tricked out tandem bikes these days. So like, I'm afraid I don't really know what kind of range we're working with here. But I think I am sort of in agreement with Eric that like you either get the really crappy bike, you know, or whatever a nice modern, uh, you know, trail tandem bike looks like. And if that doesn't currently exist, we've got we've hatched two new business ideas in this one conversation, the trail tandem bike and the SPD flip flop. Mountain bike tandems exist for sure. I'm not really up on what the state of the art is on that front, but they're out there. I'm okay. quite sure of that. Okay. All right. We're going to round five. Um, I think we'll go, I think for tonight, we're going to end this at round six. So we've got two rounds left. Round five, if we get enough people that are interested in watching you go, guys go destroy yourselves, uh, this would be a thousand ratings and Apple podcasts. What are your thoughts for the round five crash course video, David Golay? Uh, I'm not sure what exactly the right number is, but I'm thinking set a goal of climbing X number of vert by just lapping something, but having to pedal up it and just all destroy ourselves trying to climb. I don't know how many 12,000 or whatever, but do something really dumb along those lines. Eric? Uh, for round five, I think I'm going to go with Wizard Staff Mountain Bike Jousting Challenge. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's five for me. I, yeah, I don't, I don't see us beating that. I'm all in. Can you, can you repeat that? All right, Jonathan. So this is round five is Wizard Staff Mountain Biking Jousting Challenge. Uh, so everybody starts with, you know, probably like a 30 rack between their legs. And with every beer that you finish, you get to duct tape it together to your wizard staff. <laughs> oh. So the more beers you drink, the longer your staff becomes, which is advantageous for jousting. And just as they did in the days of old, we'll then line up across from one another on the field of battle and joust to determine a winner. Unbelievable. Eric, um, <clears throat> I would just like to take this moment to say to you, as you've been giving me grief for, I don't know, over a year probably, like, yeah, yeah, you keep saying I'm going to be on these podcasts. When's that happening? I hate myself right now that this is the first time we've had you on a podcast because that is magnificent. Yeah, I come with the hot, hot fire or whatever the kids say these days for sure. Dylan, thoughts? Man, I don't think I can beat that idea from Eric. His his last, uh, you know, whatever hot, hot idea statement kind of kind of turned me off to his previous idea, but it's still very glorious. I think we should integrate uh, jousting into this. I, I, I had that idea in the back of my head for sure, and I don't see a better way to joust than with a lovely wizard staff. Um, Jared, what are your thoughts? I kind of feel like maybe we've locked in our round five here. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't think there's anything anything more to say here. That like we're we're jousting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Eric Friesen, unbelievable work. Seriously, uh, I'm just I'm in <laughs> awe right now. Um, so all right, we're gonna wrap this up. Um, you know, look, who knows what the future of bikes and big ideas is gonna be. 
you know, I for tonight, we don't want to get too presumptuous here. I think we already kind of have been because we're a long way away from, you know, the 1500 ratings that it's going to take to trigger around six crash course video. But that's what we're talking about. This is our last round, at least for now. David Golay, what do you got? Man, I'm running out of ideas at this point, And the magnificence of Eric's jousting idea is really just going to make anything else I say after this pale in comparison, I think. <laughs> that was a bit of a mic drop. Well, that's okay. You can pass. I mean, I we don't want to force, you know, we don't want to force anything here. And we can go back and maybe shuffle some of these ideas. And I really am curious to see if um, if we get any, like, ideas with, you know, from listeners who, who are like, and we're like, oh, yeah, no, obviously we need to do that as well. Um, so that's okay, David. Why don't you pass on this round? Eric, I can't, I can't even believe I'm about to ask this question, but do you have something that tops your last idea? Oh, I don't know, but I'm going to try. <laughs> so with, uh, with the other podcast, you know, the stretch goal, the last one, the big one it seems to be location was a pretty important component of, uh, of building that experience. So I think as our as our stage six final video, my idea would be that uh, we all go ride the Monarch Crest Trail, which is a very famous, very well known trail here in the Gunnison Valley. It's featured in you know all sorts of like top ten trails to ride before you die kind of lists that you can find all over the internet. And I think it's it's something like 32 or 36 miles long. Uh, a lot of you lose a lot of vert. And I think we should do it on mountain scooters. <laughs> and if you're not familiar with mountain scooters, <laughs> these are straight up scooters with mountain biking tires, disc brakes, and generally uh, a plucky attitude. And I think we should see who survives 32 miles of the Crest Trail on a mountain scooter. That's amazing as well. Um, Dylan, thoughts? I love the idea of having a, a very grand venue for our last one, but I'm thinking even bigger here, uh, similar to Alaska, I think we should go to Whistler Bike Park and ride the bike park on some fully rigid bikes. <laughs> <laughs> that was how I got carpal tunnel. Um, <laughs> wow. Do they have to be fixed gears as well, Dylan? Uh, I don't know about fixed gear, but I think single speed for oh, sure. Man. Fixed okay. gear. Single speed seems like a drop in the bucket compared to the whole fully rigid thing. I have ridden a hardtail in Whistler a little bit, but uh, boy, fully rigid's... Fully rigid fixed. And <laughs> Yeah, I don't know about the whole fully rigid fixed, but, you know, just take a fully rigid bike, you know, be hitting <laughs> crab apple hits, A-line, oh, no. dirt merchant, and just seek out, like, the heaviest of braking bumps in the whole park. I'd have to literally get, like, life insurance for all of you for that one, so that could be, like, a limiting factor here, which is also kind of a funny thing, is if I, if we wouldn't need life insurance for some of these other ideas... Okay, um, we'll we'll keep that one in consideration, but uh, 
Jared Farley, thoughts on what you've heard so far, or do you have another kind of big idea slash dumb idea to take us out for round six? Well, I had to uh, look up a, a mountain scooter here real quick because I, I was just confused. But, dude, these things look sick. I, I would love to see a mountain scooter at it, especially on Monarch Crest. I mean, you got to look at a picture of this thing. This is sick. I'm going to do the same because <laughs> I don't know what these <laughs> things are. Oh, wow. So we're talking like dual crown DH fork on this and everything, too. The one I'm seeing has got a Fox 40 on it. Yeah, no, that's a, a much more serious thing than I was imagining. Okay, that looks rad. Okay, Dylan. Wow. Uh, uh, gravity-scooters.com. We got a guy hitting a pretty decent-sized drop on one. This is amazing. I had no, no idea. Shout out to thing. Gravity Scooters, uh, because as far as I know, it's the only Gravity Scooter being made. I could be wrong about that, but I'm looking at them now, and um, now I want one bad. Um, all right, Dylan, I think I'm going to make the executive decision. While the Whistler Bike Park fully rigid bike is a good idea, I think we got to go with Monarch Crest Trail on mountain scooters. That's just too, that's too rich. I think you all are afraid of greatness. <laughs> we might be. <laughs> it's fair. It might be fair. Wait, hang on. Also, just to keep going on the gravity scooters for a second. Can we talk about the fact that on their website, they have a section titled mushing that appears to have a guy getting towed by a pack of four dogs on one? All right. We are 100% getting the fo- the good folks at Gravity Scooters on this podcast at some point. Eric, I just want to say, you are the- you all have been amazing, but Eric is our clear MVP tonight. I mean, I'm going to just go, you know, wander off and just appreciate the creativity and genius that I've I've been you know, exposed to this evening. Let's think through this. I think where we stand right now, I think we've got a little bit of debate about round one, um, the mullet versus reverse mullet comps. Round two, I think we're pretty locked in. Uh, free or extremely cheap bikes down doctors. Round three, kids bike enduro. Round four... Um, we've got David Galay's suggestion of the tall bike mountain biking, um, the flip-flop DH racing, and then the tandem race from CB to Aspen. I, I mean, these are, there's some really strong contenders in there. Round five locked wizard jousting <laughs> and round six locked Monarch Crest Trail mountain scooters, probably from our favorite mountain scooter company because they're the only ones I've ever heard of gravity scooters. That seems fair. Or are you aware of other, are there other credible, legit mountain scooter companies out there, Eric? And I just don't know about them. Not to the best of my knowledge, gravity scooters all the way. Okay. Well, we will need to look into this a little more, but, um, and then we've also come up with a couple business ideas. We've got the, the, the full-blown flip-flop, SPD flip-flop. Oh, and then like the the kind of burly, burly enduro tandem bike if people aren't already, you know, going pretty burly on the tandems. But that's going to require a little bit more research. Is that a, that a decent summation of where we're living? I think so. I'm afraid. <laughs> I think that means you're smart, Eric. 
Well, um, that's seriously amazing work by all of you. Um, now, dear listeners, oops. Oh. Sorry, I got excited and started blasting the Gravity Scooters website. And there's a <laughs> sick, sick edit I was watching. Listeners, it's your turn. I don't know. I've already been impressed by the create creativity level here on display tonight. If you can, if you've got some solid ideas or maybe even some better ideas somehow, we would love to hear from you. Uh, leave a comment in the show notes to this episode on our website. We will uh, we'll see what comes in and we'll solidify this roundup. And other than that, let's get to work. If you enjoy Bikes and Big Ideas or just want to see some of these people that have been uh, we've been talking to tonight go kill themselves uh leave us a nice little rating in apple podcasts and uh we'll kick all of this into uh into action so to all of you guys thanks so much and um talk to you guys all real soon i'm sure this is when you say something like cool all right bye cool all right bye (laughs) (laughs) all right guys later Well, that's it for this edition of Bikes and Big Ideas. Thanks to David and Eric and Dylan and Jared for the inspired ideas. And do let us now know if you somehow happen to have any better ones. And then the other thing, of course, I hope all of you go leave us a nice rating in Apple Podcasts because now I desperately want to see every single one of these videos made. So now the ball is in your court. Do what you need to do. Let's go watch these guys almost certainly go hurt themselves, but definitely watch them have a good time. Um, I also want to say thanks to Jared Farley for producing this episode and thanks to you for listening. Until next time, please take good care out there. And we will talk to you again next week.